Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, Episode 73. The key to moving fast enough when everything is important. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of success on the web at businessadvance.com. And now, here's Pam and Scott. Thanks, Chris. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And with me is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, Scott. Hi, Pam. As always, it's wonderful to be joining you again. And if this is your first time listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, our purpose is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas for visionary leaders like you and your companies to accelerate to your next level of success. And now, Pam, what are we talking about today? Moving fast enough when everything is important. Oh, yeah, that's frequently the case. Let's talk about that. Well, the thing is that we see a lot out there about how so many people are worried about getting away from inertia. Yeah, breaking out, and it's not going fast enough, and, and we, we're mm-hmm. not doing what we need to do to meet our objectives. That's right, but here's another interesting trend. Yeah. People are coming over to me now and saying, Pam, what do you do when everything's important? Mm, we're moving fast. And we're fast. moving fast. Yeah. We are moving fast. In fact, we're so fast, we don't even know if we can stay intact. Wow, that, that that's a challenge. That's right. And it's not one company. It's a number of CEOs that I've been meeting lately. So you say it's a trend. What What do you think is causing this? Why is this popping out of the woodwork now? Well, there are a lot of things that are converging all at once. You've got new technology. Yeah. You've got the ever-present internet news and social media. Mm -hmm. More and more competition from all points of the world. That's right. And of course, customers are expecting faster response, right? Mm, New technology, I guess, causes that, doesn't it? And there's a race for emerging opportunities that's going on at the same time. Because with all that technology, there is more opportunity. So you really have to be able to go fast and do everything well. That's right. Here's the thing. Most people who are leading organizations have a real sense that it's important to prioritize. We've got that one down. Yeah. To make sure that things that are going now really happen properly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The issue is everything is important. Mm -hmm. These people have gone through, they've prioritized, they said, you know what? It's all important. And it really is that's very possible to have a situation like that. Yeah, it's true. Now, you know, everything's important and we have to be able to take on what's coming up new because people just hate to let go of of opportunities as they come across the doorstep because you don't know when the next big thing is going to happen. Exactly. So the common wisdom is if you stretch, you'll grow. Yeah. So let's let's do a stretch goal you know, yeah, we've got a lot on our plate, but let's take a little bit more in because stretching, you know, makes you grow and get stronger and and you can do it. And sometimes this really is the case. However, (laughs) sometimes it isn't. You know, we like to work out. I like to lift and and try to stay fit. Mm -hmm. And people who don't know us 
uh, won't know that not that long ago, I was uh, working out. I'd done, you know, legs and chest, and I was doing uh, pull-ups. And, you know, I was getting tired. I, w- I was fatigued. But, you know, I said, I, I can do, you know, one more. I can do two more. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I can do three I more. <laughs> and, and I ignored the warning signs. And I ended up tearing a rotator cuff muscle. It was and pretty bad. It was it was bad. It was painful, and it slowed me down for a long time. So the thing is, yeah, you can stretch to a certain point, but at some point, something's got to give. And mm-hmm. how how do we make that decision, whether it's in life or in business? You need to be able to look at the same kinds of warning signs, in a sense. For example, a company that had been a client a number of years ago was changing business models. Mm -hmm. It was actually doing a lot of things. This company was scaling. They were changing business models. They were changing their branding. Right. They were doubling the size of their staff because they needed to. Mm -hmm. They were relocating physically to a space that was twice the size of what they had. So they they were successful and they were scaling now to set themselves to be even more successful. That's right. And in a number of locations, not just one, but multiple locations. Uh So all of this was important. All of this was critical. And when he approached me, Mm -hmm. it was with the idea that he said, I see that this is all important. But my I, head is spinning. <laughs> yeah. You know, how do I get it done? How do I, how do yeah. I get it all done? Let's, let's work together. So kudos for him for recognizing how many things were going on at the same time. And that there was risk. And also he was at risk, not just of the things that were going on, not coming off well. Mm-hmm. The other risk was that he was going to miss some additional opportunities that he could see. Right. This all had to be in place. So what we did is rather than just prioritizing, because it was all important, Uh we triaged within what was important. All of those things that I just mentioned, this gave them a starting point to reconcile what should have been happening with what was happening. They then worked together to make new decisions and take new bold action to make it all happen. And the company grew by 300% in one year. And this was enabled by triage. Triage. So when everything is important, the first step is to triage. We're going to take a quick break right now, though. Okay. And when we come back, we'll talk more about what triaging is and the concepts behind it. Stay with us. You are listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated on the web at businessadvance.com. We enable successful leaders and their companies to accelerate to their next level of growth and success. And if you like what you're hearing, spread the good word. Go to growthignitersradio.com, select episode 73, and use the share links for Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter on the top right of the page to tell your social media communities all about us. And while you're there, sign up for our weekly alert of upcoming episodes so you'll always be up to date. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper, that's me, 
and Scott Harper. Today, Scott and I are talking about the key to moving fast enough when everything is important. And you can check out resource materials for this episode by going to growthignitersradio.com, episode 73, and scroll down to resources. So, Pam, we were talking about how to make things happen when everything is important and you feel really stretched. Mm-hmm. And you talked about the importance of triage. And it's very traditional to talk about prioritizing. And mm-hmm. you said there's a distinction between prioritizing and triage. What's that distinction and, and why do you think it's different? Well, prioritizing in my mind is distinguishing clear differences between cost and reward. Or if you think about Stephen Covey and uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which is a great book, he talks about the urgent and important and prioritizing. Right. That's great if you can make those distinctions between what is clearly important Mm -hmm and urgent, mm-hmm. and things that really shouldn't be done at all. Yeah, or well, are nice to do, but don't really need to be that's done. That's right. Okay. Triaging is different. Triaging, think about medical situations, and I use that word advisedly. Mm-hmm. Everything is important. Well, life and is it, important. Right. It really is. Yeah. So then you have to start making some finer distinctions. Mm-hmm. So the purpose here is to focus on where your energy and resources will do the most good. And that's critical, just as it is in a life and death situation for a person, mm-hmm. it's critical in a company or an organization as well. Because when people really see everything as important, mm-hmm. my experience is everybody starts going off in their own directions. Yeah, especially if what I think is important is different from what you think is important, and we're not necessarily... <laughs> effectively communicating. Well, that's right. Remember uh, the case we had a while back with a company that was scaling very rapidly Mm -hmm. in China. Right. I remember this one. And here was a case where so much was going on. Everything was important. And they had huge, huge financial uh, objectives because they were just opening up China and it was viewed as a real, real opportunity. Mm -hmm. And as we spoke with the uh, the person who brought us in, he said, you know, we have this goal, this goal, this goal, this goal, this goal, this objective, and everyone agrees that they're all important. So we've already done the prioritization. Yeah. Now you're going to help us to figure out how to get this done. Because it wasn't happening. That's right. Yeah. So what we did is we found by talking to people mm-hmm. that... We could start triaging sure, and taking a look at what were the essential elements of what was most important, where they were going to get the most return on investment, and where things were actually going as they should mm-hmm. and where they weren't. And the fact I, I remember about this was that although everyone s- said all of these objectives were important, because there wasn't this triage a a clear agreement and ranking among them that one person was focusing on on one thing that he saw as very very important but in in the in the big picture wasn't as important as something else Mm -hmm. and uh, we helped them really even discover that things had changed so much that a couple of priorities that were on their list actually didn't have to happen anymore it was pretty remarkable. I should add, though, that perhaps some people be saying, well, if they were communicating well enough, yeah. they would have figured all this out. 
The fact is, they communicated frequently. Yeah, they talked a lot, but they didn't necessarily communicate. Uh-huh. And we should, a, a we, should go, you know, we should go into that later. So there are a few different elements that go into this. What's most important is that there is something beyond prioritization mm-hmm. that you have to do when everything is important. Yeah. And the bottom line for this story is that we helped them get together and make those distinctions. You know, what's going well? What really needs the most attention? And they re- they cut six months off of their objectives at, you know, a benefit of millions of dollars mm-hmm. and really were able to get back on track and move much, much quicker than they had been. They were able to do that. Yeah. Sometimes... However, you can't just cut things off. Sometimes it's a matter of reconciling, as it was for the company that we spoke about earlier. They did not cut anything off. Yeah. You talk about triage. What are, what are the most essential elements for being able to triage among really important objectives and priorities? It comes down to your confidence that what should be happening is happening in reality. Mm-hmm. And number two, the relative return on investment. A lot of times people can see what's happening, right. what should be happening is happening. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the harder the metrics are, Yep. That is, the clearer the metrics are, mm-hmm. then you have a place to start. Well, we should be at $2 million in uh, revenues on this product by this date, mm-hmm. or $500 million in revenues, right. or whatever it is, and we're at $2 million instead yeah. of $500 million. Or if it's not monetary, it's we need to have this step done by this time so that these other things can happen. Mm-hmm. And when there are dependencies, when, when one thing can happen that's important until another thing happens, you miss something and the whole string of dominoes falls. Uh, the other thing is you have to balance when everything is important, not everything has the same benefit to cost ratio, the same return on investment. Yeah, notice at this point, We're only interested in looking at whether what should be happening, Mm -hmm. if we were on target, is happening. That's all you're focused on at this point. We'll get to the reasons why things are or are not happening later on. Now, the problem is that the higher up in an organization you are, especially if you're the CEO, and it's a larger mid-market or a larger organization— you have your ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this should be happening, this is happening, this isn't happening. But it's hard to really know what's going on. And it's hard to really know where everybody in the organization is putting their focus. That's true. And that's where the power of the organization comes in as a source of intelligence. You know, so often people talk about the larger the organization gets, especially when you're talking about a growing company. Mm -hmm. Some people say, oh, you know, it was so much easier when it was entrepreneurial. But the more powerful your organization becomes Mm -hmm. as it gets larger because you have additional sources of intelligence and perspective, people who are reaching out in all kinds of different areas. Mm -hmm. And the purpose of these conversations is to reconcile what should be happening with what is happening. With a broad perspective. That's right. Okay. So that you can begin to tackle what's new. Mm-hmm. Even with this group of people that you're going to be bringing in for a conversation, there are a lot of reasons why things do and do not happen. But this is a starting point. So triaging 
To move fast enough when everything is important ultimately comes down to collaborating with stakeholders who have unique perspectives on the issue. But there's an art to doing this in a way that gives you the most value. And that's what we'll talk about in our third segment after another quick break. Stay with us. You're listening to Growth Igniter's radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, on the web at businessadvance.com. So does your company have what it takes to meet all of your many commitments and still move fast enough to respond to new opportunities? Take the first step to confirm your perspective by requesting our free resource, Five Questions to Ask When You Need to Move even faster. Our questionnaire will help you find out where to begin to focus your energy and resources so that what should be happening really is happening faster and more effectively. We've developed these questions based on our work with clients in over 30 industries. We've helped them scale faster, make innovation happen faster, and more quickly respond to new opportunities. This has generated millions of dollars in top and bottom line growth. Now you can have this resource simply for sharing your valid contact information with us. We promise to keep it strictly confidential. So don't miss out. Go to growthignitersradio.com and select episode 73. Scroll down to resources and click the link, download five questions to ask when you need to move even faster. And to learn more about our success stories, go to businessadvance.com, client results. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Today, Scott and I have been talking about the key to moving fast enough when everything is important. We spoke in the first segment about the importance of triaging rather than simply prioritizing. And we also discussed in the second segment that you need more than just your own perspective to really triage effectively. A starting point is your perspective. The only way to really get at what's going on and whether you can take advantage of the emerging opportunities is to do this with collaboration. That's an excellent point. So let's get practical here. Let's go to some really specific actionable steps that people can start to think about and actually do if I've got a lot on my plate and I'm concerned either that it's it may not happen or, yeah, it's happening now, but I don't know how we're going to take on any more. That's right. So what's the first step? The first step is to schedule a time to review your priorities. This seems basic, but it's not. Because when everything is important, generally your, your calendar is booked. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> and so we have to make the commitment to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I say it in the we because it's, it's yeah, that kind we, of... We don't always do it ourselves. It's, so. it's, it's hard. hard to do when yeah. you're in your own system. So you have to make it a priority to look at your priorities. That's right. <laughs> and... You can do this anytime you believe that you're not going fast enough or mm -hmm. you're concerned about it, but certainly during the periodic strategic reviews. Okay, sure. Because think about it. We don't do this once a year anymore. Mm -hmm. Most people, uh, especially in companies that are scaling quickly, mm -hmm. are doing this at least quarterly. Some I know are doing it monthly. 
Yeah. I know people who bring in their key people once a week, and I'm talking about uh, people that are far flung. Right. So there are more executives, senior executives, boards that recognize the importance of scheduling this time to review your priorities. Sure. And the more frequently you do it, the less daunting it is because mm-hmm. it doesn't accumulate. And of course, as I said, reviewing the priorities is the very first step that right. people do. Now so you schedule focus the in, time. Okay. You schedule the time. The second thing within that, though, Mm -hmm. is to look at all the things that you're putting in the important bucket. If you've got a lot of things that are important, now it's time to triage. Yeah. And And you need to include other people. That's right. And doing it so you have the perspective. That's right. That's the second point that we want to make, is you have to identify the most important stakeholders to include in a discussion. And... It's not always the usual suspects. Okay. Because a lot of companies are making more use out of partnering. Oh, yeah. And we did a study on this, which uh, we've made available, which is worth taking a look at. If you haven't already, we'll put it under resources. Okay. The point is that our strategic partners, uh, other employees within the company, of course, Mm -hmm. vendors, there's so many different types of stakeholders that can be included in a conversation like this. Well, absolutely right. And each one brings their own perspective so that you can fill in the blanks and you can also get a read on what they think mm-hmm. is, a, is a top priority because it's all too easy for us and our stakeholders to get out of sync on what we truly believe is the most important, even if we're talking a lot. You know, it's, it's interesting. I was just uh, remembering one company where they were scaling very, very rapidly, and they were sure that because they communicated so often as a team, that they knew that all of the essential positions in the company were being covered yeah. in the right way, that their org chart actually matched what was happening yeah. in reality, and it wasn't because their company had changed so quickly, and they were communicating all the time. Yeah. But it was one of those cases where they didn't know what they didn't know. Mm -hmm. And that happens a lot, too. So we have to be able to have conversations where we're willing to say, this is what I know. This is what we don't know. And who are we going to talk to to find out about it? That's right. That leads to a third point, Uh which is deciding when it's time to call in an outside advisor. There are a couple of ways you can decide. For example, if there's a strong sense that there are a lot of should-is gaps, things should be happening, just Mm -hmm. like I was saying a moment ago, but it isn't happening the way you think. Or the way you need it to, yeah. That's one one thing. Sometimes uh, I've found that there are groups where there are tremendous numbers of elephants in the room. Okay. And there are so many different types of elephants that it's like an elephant buffet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. I don't know if that's the right yeah, metaphor. Well, it's, it's people really know. We that- all know that there's something going on. We don't want to talk about yeah. it because we're concerned that if we do talk about it, that it will cause damage. Breakdown. Uh, breakdowns in communication. In fact, the group that we started out talking about that was growing in China, Mm -hmm. tremendous elephants in the room there 
that uh, they were concerned about losing face. Mm-hmm. They were concerned about a lot of things. Looking bad, yeah. That's right. That happened in sure. in companies and organizations all over the world. Yeah. And so how we create these conversations, sometimes we can do it ourselves. Sometimes it really does help to bring in someone who's really good at getting all the perspectives. But however you do yeah. it, it's important to do it and to do it frequently and in an environment where we're only going to see everything becoming more important yeah, and we have to move faster, we're going to have to get good at this process of triaging. So to sum it up, the more that you and your team have a laser focus on what should be happening, what is happening, and the potential ROI of these priorities, the faster we'll be able to reconcile any gaps, put energy and resources where they'll do the most good, and ultimately take advantage of the emerging opportunities that are going to continue to come up there. Thanks, Pam. And thanks to you out there for listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. To check out resources related to today's conversation, read our bios, download resources for this episode, including five questions to ask when you want your company to move even faster, go to growthignitersradio.com and select episode 73. Until next time, this is Pam Harper and Scott Harper wishing you continued success and leaving you with this question to discuss with your team. How confident are we that we're really moving fast enough to make everything happen as it should and have the bandwidth left over to take on new opportunities? Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio are service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses, including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated, are prohibited. All rights reserved.